0: Us we have a Mr. Mill. He's provided a shelter over your head every morning, every day. Yes. Me. Hallelujah. I give you praise church. He is a faithful God, a mighty God, and I'll give him a real praise. Amen. Come on, come on. Amen. come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. He's faithful. He's faithful. Amen. We thank God this morning.
1: Goodness, God this
0: morning, we thank you. We
1: thank you. We thank you. God, you're so faithful. Hallelujah. I'm still blessed.
0: Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus.
1: Amen. amen. I'm still blessed.
0: We're blessed, people. We're blessed, nation. Your household is blessed. You may not have everything you want, still but we're blessed. Blessed to have help this morning. Blessed to be able to come into this house and worship Him. Blessed to have a job. Blessed to have a car Blessed bless to have that apartment you prayed for. Blessed to be in your right mind, church. How many know that this morning? We are blessed. You're blessed. Again, things may always go our way, but God is still good He's good all the time, brother sister, this morning. You're blessed. He could easily left us high and dry. We could easily be in some hospital somewhere, but we're blessed. How many know that? Today? You're blessed. You think about all the things. We don't have to wait till Thanksgiving to say thank you. Tell him thank you this morning, church. Tell him thank you this morning. Thank you, God. You've been so good. You've been so good. God, his mercy which endures forever. I'm
1: still blessed. We
0: thank you, Lord, for this morning. We thank you for this day. I'm still blessed. We glorify your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He may be seated this morning. Praise God. We thank you. Amen. He's a faithful, faithful, true and living God this morning. We praise him. Amen. If you have your Bible this morning, or you have your digital Bible, the digital Bible this morning, we want to come out of the book of Luke this morning, the book of Luke. Chapter 4, the book of Luke, chapter 4, and again we say thank you for your giving as well, and thank you uh, again for all your support this morning. For me, pastor of scripture, for many, the Bible says in Luke chapter 4, it's a passage in which Jesus was tempted by the enemy of our soul. The Bible says, and Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And being forty days, and, and and the Bible says tempted of the devil. And in those days he didn't eat nothing. And when he, oh, when they had ended, those days were ended. He afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus said unto, or answered unto him, saying, It is written, if Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the Bible says, and the devil said unto him, all this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give." give it. He said, if thou wilt worship me, all shall be thine. This is what the devil had tempted him to do. And the Bible goes on a little further, and Jesus said unto him in verse 8, get thee behind me, or get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him uh, to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. He says, From hence, for it is written, I shall give uh, I shall give his angel, he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, at lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. In verse twelve, he went on and said, Jesus said, answered and said unto him. It is said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And number 14, i want to, excuse me, 13 tells us this. He says, and when the devil had ended all the temptations, he departed from him for a season. So, I mean, he was coming back. I mean, the devil don't stop. He's not going to stop till we take our last breath. I mean, know that today. The devil, he's going to always try to do what he can. But I want to go to verse 8 in our, in our reading this morning. The Bible says in, in Luke chapter 4, verse 8, the Bible says in Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And for a little bit, I want to use this, give it a title this morning about worshiping the Lord thy God. Worship the Lord thy God. Amen. We're going to ask my wife, sister, we're like, ma'am, if you'll open us in prayer, please, this morning. Amen. Amen. I'd like to welcome each one again. Well, Henry, you wasn't, you wasn't, uh, King? You wasn't, you wasn't, you wasn't lying when you said you're gonna fill it up. Amen. <laughs> He's not paying attention back there. Amen. I said you wasn't lying when you said you're gonna fill it up, huh? He's back there in the back. Praise God. Good to see all your friends and family here together. Amen. In the house of the Lord. He's thinking about that chicken he made, huh? You folks walking online, it's shame on y'all. I didn't even tell you. I was gonna say something. I said, no, I ain't gonna tell them. They're gonna miss it. I'm gonna get something for them. He made some chicken today, I believe, as well. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I'd like to welcome each one to the house of the Lord. But again, you think about this. we be we, looking at the word uh, worshiping. Worshiping the Lord thy God. We come this morning to worship. Amen. She was singing that song there as a song of worship and just thanking God for all that he has done for us. All the things that, in which he has bestowed upon each of us. We all have a reason to say thank you this morning. We all have a reason to give God glory and honor. Again, uh, uh, for all the little things and big things, uh, major things and small things, the Bible tells us to do what? In everything do I give things. He says praise him in all times, glorify him in all times, and give him praise because, again, he is worthy to be praised. As I shared with you earlier, I, I, again, we may not have everything we want, but he always seems to give us everything we need. How many know that? As I shared with you before, as you can see me, I have not missed a meal yet. Amen. Amen. Why? Because God supplies the food on our table. He gave you a place to live last night. He gave you food and shelter. He's given you and blessed you with wonderful families and on and on and on. And and how there's so many little things that we take for granted. Our God is worthy to be praised. And and so as she was singing that song, God is a good God. But to worship him and adore him and just stop for a minute of our time. And again, we'd like to encourage you to continue to come to the house of the Lord. Those first-time visitors, those return visitors, come on back. Worship with us, amen, at least once a week. Come on out to the house of the Lord and worship God with us. Again, as we look at this this morning, uh, uh, the Bible says that Jesus was tempted. Tempted and, and, and how that he uh, went through some challenges himself. The Bible says that when he had come from heaven, he had came down from heaven as a baby, as we all know, born of the Virgin Mary. The Bible says that he grew up and he became a man and how that he was coming to be the Messiah of the world, that we could be saved, that we can be delivered, that we can be free from our sins. And, and his ministry in those days, the tradition was that he could not minister until he was at the age of 30 years old. It was old Jewish law to where they could not minister. They had to be seasoned. They had to go through, again, to make sure they was mature enough and on and on and on to make sure they can handle the, the weight of the ministry on and on and on. And so uh, the Bible says that he, his ministry began and he was uh, baptized. Uh, you read a few chapters before that. He was baptized uh, by John the Baptist. And he, he uh, went on and, and immediately shortly after that, he was immediately taken into the wilderness the wilderness is a, a, a place it symbolizes a place of challenges in our lives a place of challenges a place of hardship a place where it can be difficult sometimes and we all go through those challenges and those wildernesses in our lives i mean ever been there before you say preach i'm in a wilderness right now but you know what god as we're going to see here in this chapter here will be able to deliver you from any wilderness that you may be under or in or and the Bible talks about how the, the wilderness was a, uh, also in the Old Testament was a place of sin where remember when the children of Israel were free and they crossed the Red Sea. For you Bible scholars out there, they crossed the Red Sea and they wandered for many, many years in the wilderness, going in circles and circles and circles until they eventually pro- crossed into the promised land. The reason why they went in circles in the wilderness was because they failed to totally surrender to God. They failed to totally surrender to God. And this morning, perhaps in your wilderness experience, you say, priest, I'm going in circles in my life. The things in which the things are very difficult for me right now, I'm telling you to get to God. How many going to say that with us this morning? You're in the right place this morning. You come to the house of the Lord. And you know where we come? uh, Again, uh, we come, why? Because the Bible says it's a house of prayer to where we can come and lay our burdens down. You can lay down your your needs. You can lay down your burdens and your trials and your tribulations and give it over to the Lord and totally surrender to God. It's, It's almost like a hospital, amen. Church is the hospital for the soul. Church is the hospital for the soul. And we encourage you, come on, come on and be a part with us as we grow Amen. The Bible goes on and says, and so in verse 1, let's go back to Luke 4, 1. The Bible says in Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. And so in, in, in when you come to Christ and give your life over to Jesus, when you dedicate your heart to Christ, if you've never done this, you ask the Lord into your life. You ask him to cleanse you from all your sins. And he's faithful to do that. I'm grateful for that this morning. Anything we've ever done, anything we've ever committed, any wrong we've ever done, our God is faithful to save us and deliver us and cleanse us from all of our past. i am be grateful for that this morning. Say, some of us have a rougher past than others, amen. Some of us have a whole lot of dirt. If I was to lay it all down, I could tell you some things. You'd be like, no way, preacher. No, not you. <laughs> yes, me, amen. And you know about the cleansing power of the blood, uh, that cleansing power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And after you've received Christ Jesus in your Lord, it's important in verse 1 here it says, he was full of the Holy Ghost. He was full of the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost is is the third person of the Godhead, meaning, again, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And it's an important element of serving God and living for God because it gives you power, power over the enemy of our soul. You see, the world and the enemy in this world, he wants us that are here on earth to live powerless, to have no power to have no ability to withstand and overcome temptation. But this morning I come to tell you, you can receive power this morning. Let me know that today. You can receive power from on high, the power of the Holy Ghost. The enemy does not want us to receive the Holy Ghost because he knows that's where our strength comes from. That's where our help comes from. The Bible says in verse 2, the Bible says for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and prayed. And again, you think about it, Fasting means what? To go without food. Go without food. This morning, I've been on a fast, and many of you probably have too this morning, because you haven't, how many ate this morning? Okay, so you're not on the fast. (laughs) How many did not eat this morning, right? So y'all fasting right now. It's called break fast. Think about that. You breaking your fast in the morning, right? Eggs, bacon, uh, uh, what else, uh, the, uh, the bacon, egg, and cheese. On a toasted roll, oh man, bagel, whatever the case may be, grits. You break your fast in the morning bowl of cereal, bowl of Fruit Loops, honeycombs, whatever it may be. You breaking your fast in the morning fruit, whatever it may be. And so, but Jesus did this for forty days straight. Can you imagine this? Preacher, you got another forty minutes. Preacher, I can't even go forty minutes without eating. But just think about this: the forty days and forty nights, he went without eating. The only thing he had was water. He only had water, and, and think about this, the body can sustain And What was he doing to break in the fast was to bring his body, this old flesh, into subjection to totally sub- submit to the Spirit of God. Does everybody follow that? You see, our flesh, our flesh, man, it'll move when it, when it pulls or it gets tugged away. It wants to do any and everything that's against God. How many know that? It doesn't want to wake up in the morning and come to church. It doesn't want to pray. doesn't want to do anything spiritual. And that's why we have to get into the spirit of God. So why? So we can tap into the spirit and do the things of the spirit of Almighty God. And so Jesus, knowing the task that was at hand, knowing he was going to have to give his life for all of mankind, that was a tough task that he was going to have to do. It was not easy. He was going to do it for an unworthy world. And the Bible says that how he, 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 was, he had to do this to bring his own self into subjection. We have to come to a place of surrender. And perhaps in that wilderness, it was just one of his steps to surrendering his all. Brothers and sisters, this morning I encourage you to empty yourself out and say, God, I'm going to give it all up today. God, I empty myself out from the things in which I'm clogging up my life, clogging up my mind, clogging up my soul. And another purpose for fasting is a cleansing, a detox. How do know that? Fasting is detox as well. Sometimes you got to detox yourself from people. Come on, folks. Y'all with me this morning? Amen. You got to detox yourself from people sometimes, amen. You got to fast from some folks. You know what? I got to get away from you for a little while, amen. Let me cut off some ties. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to pick you up and eat you any longer. Why? Because, again, it's not healthy for my soul. It's not healthy for my mind. It's not healthy for my spirit today. And so Jesus had to get all these things out of his mind, all these different things out of his heart. He had to detox, if you please, through fasting and prayer. Why? Because he knew the challenges, The devil was going to lie to him and say, don't go through with this. Don't die for the people I go back and just live a normal life. But he realized it was important, the importance of it. And, you know, the importance of being saved, church of the day, is so important. So begin, you have to begin to strip your mind of the things that would keep you from God. Empty yourself out and say, God, I'm going to serve you. The flesh, the Bible talks about in Galatians chapter 5. I don't, I, my, my daughter, she's traveling. She's known to controls the screen here. But in Galatians chapter 5, it talks about this. The Bible says, he says, for the flesh lusts against the spirit." This old flesh is against the spirit. Let <laughs> me know that today. The flesh is against the spirit. The Bible says in the spirit against the flesh, verse 17, Galatians 5, 17. He says, And so it cannot be that uh, we cannot do the things that it would, and so the spirit is saying, Come here, pray, get right with God, and the flesh says, No, 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 just a little bit longer in sin, a little bit longer with the devil, a little bit longer in the pleasures of the filth of this world. The, it's a tug of war with each of us, natural soul. But the Bible says, But we must be in be led in the spirit. He says that when we're led in the spirit, we can overcome the things of the world. I mean, know today. You can overcome the things of the devil. And overcome things that will tear lives and families and, and our country apart, and our world apart. This is what it says about the flesh. From Galatians five nineteen, it says he says uh, adultery is one of the works of the flesh. The flesh will want to commit adultery. The flesh wants to fornicate. How I many you know that the fornication is sex outside of wedlock? Uh, again, uh, uncleanliness. Good to see you. Um, uh, you know your name, Renee. Fornication, again, like, oh, I was talking about marriage just now. Get married. If you're not married, get married. Amen. Marry that girl. I mean, say that. I met, I, mean, all, I know all of you because of the girl right there, because of Renee. <laughs> all of you folks came because it was, she got married here at the church. She called the church and said, hey, do y'all do weddings? I said, absolutely. Good to see you this morning. But you think about this. And, and so, uh, again, uh, marriage is honorable, the Bible says. Marriage is honorable unto the Lord, and so he says the work of the flesh is not to do that. The Bible says uncleanness and lascivious, idolatry is the work of the flesh. Uh, Galatians 5, 19, it says uh, uh, adultery, fornication, idolatry, excuse me, 20, uh, witchcraft, hatred, variance, immolation, wrath, seditions, anger, and all these different things that our world is going through right now, murders and all the things of drunkenness. The Bible says all this is all works of the flesh. I mean, know that? It's all because of the flesh. So he says here, we can be crucified, we can crucify our flesh. We can say, God, help me in my flesh. God, I want to be delivered from these things. He says, listen well, what it says in a certain verse. The Bible says, he says, in envy, murders, in verse 22, and drunkenness, revenues, and such like, I've told you before, in time past, they which do such things cannot inherit the kingdom of God. We cannot go to heaven in the flesh. We got to go to heaven in the spirit, amen. The Bible says, them that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. How I many believe that with me this morning? We must worship him in spirit and in truth, so we got to come out of the flesh. And so Jesus fasted and prayed. Let's go back to our... Bible reading, Luke 1, Luke 4, 1. The Bible says he was led by the Spirit and he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Why? To crucify and to and so get that flesh, and to get the desires of the flesh. And so naturally he wanted to subject his flesh into the Spirit. I heard a man one time saying, I was reading a book about fasting and praying, and he said, he says, every time my stomach burned, he said, I prayed. Every time I felt the hunger pains, I, 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 I turned my desire for food and my desire for God. And brothers and sisters today, that's what we need to do, again, because we live in a world where it's constantly feeding the flesh. If anything goes, we are doing it in our society. How many know what I'm talking about? That's the world we're living in right now. Anything goes, but it does not go over with God. And so, church, this morning, we must get into the spirit. We pray for our nation again to come back to the spirit. We pray for each of you today to say, God, I want to walk in the Holy Spirit. I want to walk in the presence, in the, in the pre- and pleasing unto God. I want to live my life pleasing unto his will and his way. And the Bible says for 40 days and forty nights he did this. And the Bible says after he was hungry, after these 40 days of detox, of, of fasting and praying, the devil came right along. You make up in your mind you're going to do something for God. He's gonna, the devil's going to show up. How many know that? The devil, he's going to show up regardless if you want going to do something for God. The devil's going to always show up. And as soon as Jesus was done with these 40 days, guess who showed up? The devil, the Bible says. And every time you say, you know what, I'm going to start going to church. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start praying. I'm going to start reading my Bible. Something will pop up. How many know what I'm talking about? Every time something is going well, the devil going to show his head. Things are going well. Things are happening good around the house. And all of a sudden, the devil will pop up and do something crazy. How many know what I'm talking about? Right? There's always something he comes, and so he showed up in Jesus' life. The Bible says he came and he tempted him, and says he says Jesus, uh, Jesus, and he knew Christ was hungry. He took this stone and said, "I challenge you to turn this stone into bread." But I like what Jesus said here in verse four. He says, "A man shall not live by bread alone." But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. How did he, what was he talking about? He said naturally in another place he said it is written in the word. He said he depended on the word of God. And so what was he doing while he was fasting? He was praying and meditating upon the word. And when you pray and you fast, you meditate on the word of God. Read the word of God. Think on things that are spiritual. Feed yourself with things that are spiritual. Amen. It's just like eating good food. Eating enough junk food. We start feeling bad, don't we? How I many you know what I'm talking. Say, so, you know, I need to eat something good. And so if we're constantly eating junk of this world. And so Jesus said, I'm going to eat, live off the word of God. And in your spiritual man, feed your spiritual man the good things. Feed the spirits, feed your children good things. They're getting fed a lot of things in the school system, amen. they get fed of a lot of things on the television and in the music world. Feed them something wholesome. Feed them something that pertaining to the Lord. Feed them something that'll help them, teach them some Bible verses. We didn't have children's church this morning, but we're good to bring these children back next week for the children's church. Bring them back to the house of the Lord to feed them, breathe them pray over them, read your Bible over them when they're sleeping. Get them a little children's Bible and say, before we go to sleep, we're going to read about David. We're going to read about uh, 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 Jonathan. We're going to read about somebody in the Bible. We're going to read about Elizabeth. We're going to read about somebody in the word of God. Pray over them. Believe God over them. Last week, we did a prayer, dedication for the children. Perhaps we can do it again. I don't know. We continue to pray for your children. And that's because we live in a world that will come to eat them alive, a world that will swallow them up, The devil's way out there waiting. Moms, dads, sons and daughters, brothers and sisters. You got to be in the spirit. It's a spiritual warfare that we're in. How many know that? Next week we're probably going to cover the part 13 of uh, things to come. uh, Complete victory. We're having a series about complete victory. And the complete victory part 13 coming up is about, uh, again, things to come. There's some things to come in this generation coming up that we're gonna need all the God we can get. We've seen it, how many know that? We've seen it already. We've seen it already we're gonna need some praying daddies, some praying mothers, some praying aunties and uncles and grandmothers and grandfathers, some praying preachers, some praying uh, brothers and sisters in the neighbors and praying neighbors, wide to congregate together and pray over our youth today. When they go out to the schoolhouse every week, pray over them children, when they lay down at night, pray over them kids, I'm telling you, it's a spiritual war for your family. I mean, know that. And we appreciate you bringing uh, your baby here today and to get, get uh, dedicated to the Lord. Why? Because of the importance of having God's covering over your life. I mean, say amen to that this morning. The Bible says the devil was waiting on Jesus, and if he fought Jesus, how much more do you think he's going to fight us? We got to get in the spirit, brothers and sisters, this morning. We've got to get into the things of God. And the Bible says, dwells. He, he says, I'm not going uh, to fall into your temptation. I'm going to lean upon the word of God. And the Bible says in verse 14, he said in the devil, uh, verse 5, excuse me, he took him up to a high place. So he didn't, the devil did not win with that first temptation. And the devil's going to tempt all of us. He tempts all of us every day. But you know what you make up in your mind? Say, I'm going to win every day. You tried me once, you're not going to win. It's like like the big bad wolf. Let me know the story of the big bad wolf. I'm going to give me a little bit more time here. The big bad wolf, the three little pigs, he came to the place and their mama told them, Do not open the door for the wolf. There's a wolf out there. Y'all remember the story? And the wolf, naturally, the, the little pigs didn't listen. They wanted to go play and all these different things. They wanted to go out there and have fun. They, Mama didn't they know what she was talking about. On and on and on, Mama warned them. I told you, don't go out there. There's a wolf out there. And, and so naturally, the little boys, and they, they moved out the house and they built their own houses. Y'all remember the story? One little boy built his house, One one little pig built his house out of straw. The other one built his house out of sticks. But there was another brother who built his house out of bricks. And that's the little boy, that built, the little pig that built his house out of sticks. And he built his house real fast, boom, 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 and he was done. And the big bad wolf came, and he, he said, "I'm gonna huff, and I'm gonna puff, and I'm gonna blow your house down." Y'all know the story. So he blew down the first house, and the little pig ran and ran and ran, and he ran to his other brother's house. They had this house of straw. He huffed and he puffed, and he blew his house down. Y'all know the deal. It's just like the devil huffing and puffing at all times. But you got to be in a strong house. And so those two little boys, they ran, those two little pigs, they ran to to their other brother's house who had his house built upon what? Some bricks. And we liken it unto, in the word of God, we liken it unto building a house upon a rock. When you build your house on something solid, and our Lord and our Savior this morning is this solid church today, build your household, your life, your family, your future on Christ Jesus, I'm telling you that, because he's gonna huff. He's gonna puff and he's gonna try to blow your house down. And if your house is not built upon something solid, which is Jesus Christ this morning, the solid rock of ages that stood the student test of time, my friend today, he will blow houses down, and he does every time. Build your house upon Christ. So when he came and he huffed and he puffed. It didn't matter that his house was brick either. Y'all know that, right? It does not matter if your house is brick. If you're a Christian or not, he's gonna he's gonna Can I get some Christian witnesses out? It don't matter if you're a believer or not, the devil's still gonna show up. <laughs> and he's gonna come, he came and knock on the door. And he said, Let me in. And he said, not by the hair, of my chinny chin chin. Remember that? <laughs> he said, I'm gonna huff and I'm gonna puff and I'm gonna blow your house down. And so you go ahead, you can try it. He huffed and he puffed and he blew. He huffed and he puffed and he blew. He huffed and he puffed and he blew. Aiden. But it did not fall. It did not fall. And then what did he do? He tried to go through the window, but he could not come in. How I many you know what I'm talking about? And in your life today, you got to have that same barrier. You got to have that same God over your heart. You got to have that same God over your household and over your children, over your husband, your wife. You got to have that same God that is able to protect, no doubt, uh, 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 the world. He's able to protect you individually, and you have to have that same mind. Say, "You are not coming in here today, devil." Amen. You're not going to win And I like, I get a witness this morning? You cannot win because why? I serve a mighty God this morning. And so naturally, the Bible says back to our text. So naturally, the the, the devil did, uh, the the wolf did not win. What did he do next? He climbed up on the roof. He was going to try his best. He'll try. He'll try this way. He'll try that way. He'll try other ways. He went up on the roof, and that little pig did what? He started a fire. He started a fire. What was that fire? And you know, we, we parallel that with the biblical speaking. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Everybody got that? The Holy Ghost is fire. The Bible says it's a consuming fire. And, and, and the Bible says it's like fire in my bones. It's a fire from heaven that comes down. And the Bible says they speak with other tongues. The Spirit of God gives utterance. That's a whole other teaching. But you know, it's a fire that comes into the soul. It burns, Fire burns away things that are not pleasing to God. Impurities. You think about back to food. You think about when you start a fire, it burns away impurities. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? And the Holy Ghost fire does that. And so this pig lit this fire. And when the uh, wolf tried to come down in there, he cannot make it because he cannot take the fire. And in your life today, I'm challenging you to get God, get full of the Holy Ghost. Get full of the Holy Ghost this morning. Let the Holy Spirit reign in your life. So back to temptation number two, he took him to a high mountain. I'm going to try to wrap this up. He went up to a high mountain, the Bible says, and he took Jesus on this high mountain. He says, look at everything I can give you. Look at everything I give you. He showed him all the kingdoms of the world. The devil, Lucifer and Satan, Jesus was right there. And they said, look what I can give you. And the Bible says in the moment of time he showed him his name. He said, all, the devil said in him, verse 6, all this power will I give thee and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me to whomsoever I will give him. And showed us here that the devil has power. The scripture here, you wonder how people get so powerful and are evil. You ever wonder why God allows it? The devil has power. He allows people to have money and power and greed and misfortune. He said, I have to, I've been given a measure of authority is what Satan said here. And so you need to go to a higher authority. Amen. He has a certain authority in this world. The Bible calls him the prince and the power of the air. The air is what it says. And that's why he controls our airwaves. As I shared with him weeks ago, it's few and far between up and down the channel, you'll find gospel. How many know that? <laughs> you can try it. Go up and down the FM station. How many see how many gospel stations you're going to find. Come on. How many TV stations are going to be preaching the gospel? Maybe one or two. He controls the airwaves. That's what the Bible says. And so he says here uh, again, but he told him back to this, and that's why it's so important. That he, he just, Lucifer offered him everything. That's why you hear about stars and movie stars that say, I sold my soul to the devil. Y'all have heard him say that before. But anyway, let's get back to this. He said, if thou therefore worship me and all that I have. And Jesus telling him, he said. he said, Get thee behind me get thee behind me back to our text he says for it is written thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve." And this, morning, this morning I'm trying to get you to see in the word of God in our text today is we'll to worship the living God so he says first of all he puts Satan in his place and this morning I, I challenge you to say you know what today's my day to put Satan in his place today's my day to put the devil behind me your past and your failures behind you today's a good great day man to put everything behind you the devil and all of his uh false and failures that he tries to bring upon your life today's a day to put the devil behind you all of your things behind you today's a new day in Christ let me say that today and today with the power of God he's able to endure you and give you the power and the spirit to enable the ability to be able to overcome the enemy of your soul right the way we're talking about the Holy Spirit the devil does not want us to talk about the Holy Spirit because he knows his power his power and each one of us in this room, this is a powerful room of people. I say it, I'm a, I try to say it every week. It's a powerful group in this room. And the devil knows that. He knows how much power is stored up in each of us. We're made in the image of God. We're made in his likeness. And, and the only way for him to get back in mankind, Lucifer to get back in mankind, is to go after his creation. To go after God's, to go after God's creation. And that's why he works day and night to fight you and I. Because you remind him of God. Do you know that? You remind him of God, each of us. We're made in his image and likeness. And so church today, we, but we can also act in his image and likeness as well. And God has given us the power. How many going to sit here? What is this morning? This morning I wanted you to notice why, because as you worship him and open up to him and adore him and let him receive him this morning, receive the Holy Ghost power today. God is going to give you the authority and to move in his image as well, to move in his likeness to where you can resist the devil and he will flee, the Bible says. How many know that? You can say no to the enemy. You can rebuke him and give him a nice a hand to the face. You can reject it. The Bible says, Get thee behind me, Satan, or get thee in, Satan, for it is written in the word, I'm going to worship God, my God, oh my, oh my God up in heaven. He was referring back to his father. The Bible says, And he brought him to another place as well, to the pinnacle, and, and tempted him to even jump off a cliff. Can you imagine that? That's a lie of the devil. Perhaps there's somebody here watching online. The enemy says, Take your life. It's not, not a reason to live. That's a lie of the devil. I'm going to say that with me. Just give up. He told, his, he told Jesus to jump off the cliff and watch and see if God will catch you. The angels, God to send his angels. That's the lie of the enemy. Brothers and sisters, today the devil is the father of all lies. He will tell you in and everything. He will lie to you about God. He will lie to you about your your, 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 your friends, your family. He will lie to you about your future. My friend today, your future is bright in God. Can I get a witness this morning? As I close up, come on up. Our future is bright in God. And the Bible says, he answered, it is, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And the devil ended the temptations and departed for him for a season. And so, again, we want to equip you with the power of the Holy Ghost. We want to equip you with the word of God that where you can defend, you can overcome Again, by the word of God, you can withstand the enemy of your soul by the word of God. You can stand on his word. Let them feast upon the word of God. Let the word of God become a part of you. Let Christ live in you. There's power and authority in Jesus this morning. There's power and authority in his Holy Spirit today. And he's more than able to help you. He's more than able to help you overcome in every aspect of your life because it will be a season. He's going to come back around and we're going to need all the God we can get. Amen. We're going to need God in every moment. We need him right now. I, need, I don't know about you, but I need you right now. God, I need you right now in this moment. I need you, God, for my tomorrow. I need you, Lord, for our future, and our nation, and our land, our world, our family, children, and whoever it may be. Get God now. Receive the Lord. Worship Him. Say, God, I, I give you my life. I'm tired of the devil of messing. And when he messes, it means God is on the verge of blessing. I believe that. God was about to bless all of mankind as Jesus passed this test. He was about to accomplish the greatest accomplish ever. And it was going to be the salvation of mankind. Satan knew it. He knew something was up when Jesus showed up. You start coming to church, man, the devil knows what's up. He knows, hey, 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 oh, we got to really, really, we can't let this happen. We cannot allow him or her to come to Christ. We cannot allow them to pray. Let me keep them so busy that they won't take any time out from me. Let me keep them so busy where they won't open up a few pages and read a few verses of Scripture. That's what the devil wants us to do because he wants us, the Bible says the word of God is a sword. Did y'all know that? It's a sword. And when you take that sword, you're able to combat the things of life. You can go back in and say, hey, it is written. I can do all things through Christ. Jesus what's me. It is written in his word. I'm more than a conqueror this morning. It is written I can overcome. I'm free from my past. It is written in his word that I can do all things through Christ. It is written in his word the devil's defeated. It is written I'm healed in Jesus' name. It is written my days are brighter than my past this morning. How I many you know that? You can begin to combat the enemy of your soul. You it is written in his word. Better days are ahead. But if we don't know these things, if we don't practice these things, we'll give in. But the devil, can you imagine this to be closed? Satan was talking to the word of God himself. The Bible says in John that Jesus is the word of God. In the beginning was the word. So can you imagine him trying to get his own doubt in his own word? Can you imagine him the doubt what is already written? He was trying to tell the truth, a lie. My friend today, don't let the enemy lie to you this morning. But God... Wants the best for your life. How many believe that with us this morning? God has the best for your life. The best is yet to come. You begin to tell that old devil, goodbye, Satan. Devil, goodbye. Get thee behind me. It's a new day. It's a new day for my family. It's a new day for my tomorrow. It's a new day. Because Jesus, I'm going with Jesus. Lord I'm emptying myself out as he's emptying himself out of there fasting in the wilderness all the things that would come up in his mind so I'm getting rid of all this and I'm going to focus and trust in my father up in heaven and as we bow our heads and reference to God today, he came and he went on and was crucified on that cross. He went on and was crucified and gave his life for all of mankind. The greatest, the greatest, greatest blow to the kingdom of darkness was Jesus crucified. For him rising again, spending three days in the grave, getting up out of that grave and, and rising in victory. That was the greatest blow to the enemy. Why? Because now a man was going to be able to be set free. This morning, the greatest blow to the devil this morning. If you're not saved, if you're not saved this morning, if you want to be saved today, today, let's give the devil a a, a tremendous blow today. Say, preacher, I want to be saved. Lift that hand up. I'll pray with you this morning. Say, preacher, I want to be saved this morning. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord, my Savior this morning. I want to give my life over to him today. I'm tired of the devil winning in my life. I'm tired of the devil having an upper hand. I want to be delivered today. Today is just your prayer. Not only uh, I lift those hands, come to the altar of prayer this morning and begin to say, God, I want to be delivered. I want to have victory in my life. I want that same power of the Holy Ghost that the preacher talks about. I want that same uh, uh, ability to withstand temptation, to overcome. My friend, today, if you need a touch from God, if you need again a miracle from God, come to this altar and pray. If you need a blessing from God, come. I'm telling you, our God is here and ready. As they begin to come, God is able to touch lives right now. Touch lives, Lord, we pray. If you have a need, a prayer because Don't be ashamed. Don't care what nobody's thinking. I know I'm coming to get something from God this morning. My family needs God. I need God. I need God to touch me. I need God to direct my path. Come on to this altar. Say, preacher, I want you to pray for me. I need a miracle from God. I need a touch from God this morning. Do it as unto the Lord. Jesus is calling this morning, he's calling. Saying, hey, I'm going to give you power to resist. Power, say, I want power, I want power to get the devil off my back. Power for my family. Power for my children. Come on, come on, come on. I'm telling you, come. God wants to do something in this place. God wants to do something in his house. To get into the spiritual man say, preacher, again, I'm not what I should be. If you're not what you should be this morning, come, come, come. If you're not what you should be in God, say, Preacher, I want to be what God wants me to be. Come, God is going to move in a mighty way. And if you are not saved today, if you did not come, make this your prayer right now. Say, Lord, come into my heart. I believe that you're the risen Savior. You gave your life on this old rugged cross for me. You died. With your blood you shed, you was able to save me this morning. Save me right now. Forgive me of all my sins. I repent of them. Wash me, make me whole. I want to be a Christian this morning. Forgive me of all I've done wrong. Make me a new creature this morning. For the believer today, ask God for the power of God, the power to resist, the power to say no, power that only Jesus can do. And she began to sing unto the Lord this morning. Serve the Lord thy God and him only. He's the only one that can satisfy the soul, satisfy the heart, satisfy the family today. Let's find a place to pray for a few minutes. Go ahead and sing it unto the Lord.
1: Spam
0: you today. Tap into the spiritual man and woman. Feed that thing. Feed it. Feed it. When you get up in the morning, feed it. Before you go to bed, read a few verses of the scripture. Feed the spiritual man. It's going to help you overcome the attacks of the enemy. I'm be grateful to be here this morning. Amen. Amen. God has been good to us. It's truly a blessing to be here in the house of the Lord. Again, I'd like to welcome first time visitors to the house of the Lord before you leave. We're we'll to ask each of you to sign our guest book. Amen. It's truly, truly a blessing that it is. Amen. Those watching online, continue to uh, support. Be back tonight at 6 p.m. And we encourage you again. We, we have social media, folks. Those here in the service and those outdoors. We encourage you to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Facebook, thumbs up, and all that good stuff. Again, to get so you can get the word. Get the word. You say I can't come to every service, but. We, we, they're available online as well. These very same services will be there on YouTube, and our YouTube channel. Just type in the church name. Uh, we give you their card information. We have podcasts. We have uh, uh, the, the videos. We have social media, Twitter, and all these. We're trying to keep up, <laughs> trying to keep up in the airwaves. How's that? In the air, in the air. So, uh, again, so we continue to do that as unto the Lord. So I encourage you, those with your phones, hey, whip it out real quick and type in the church name and subscribe to the channel. we'll we'll dismiss. But before we dismiss we're going to close out the, the video. Close out the video. God bless. We'll see you soon.